0: SAFM. Sports Wrap.
1: We start with some cricket news. Cricket South Africa announced today that they struck a three-year deal with the SABC to broadcast all of the Proteas' incoming international matches. The agreement also included live ball-by-ball coverage on 2000 FM, as well as a weekly television magazine program. Their coverage starts with the first Test against the West Indies on the seventeenth of December at Centurion, followed by a Boxing Day Test in Port Elizabeth and a New Year's Test in Cape Town. The public broadcaster will also televise the three T20 internationals and. The five-match one-day international series against the West Indies that starts in January. Proteus cricketer JP Duminy has been elected president of the South African Cricketers Association. The president and members of the players executive committee voted in by South Africa's professional cricketers comprising of the men's and women's senior national teams, the six franchise teams and the 13 semi-professional provincial teams. The three other members, uh, other players rather elected on the executive committee were Faha Behadin of the Proteus and the Titans, Omphile Ramela of the Cape Cobras and Stephen Cook of the Highfelt Lions. In international cricket news, England will start their run chase against Sri Lanka tomorrow after rain ended play in candy today. The tourists had restricted Sri Lanka to a modest 239 all-out in the fifth of seven one-day internationals in the series, which the hosts lead 3-1. Although it is a one-day international, the rules allow England to start their innings tomorrow on the reserve day after the second half of today's play was washed out. England must reach 240 for victory to stay alive in the series. Michael Clark battled through severe back pain to make his 28th test 100 and Stephen Smith scored his fifth and the pair punished India's inconsistent bowlers on a second day badly hit by rain. The pair racked up 163 for the sixth wicket through three long interruptions in play. Hitting 21 fours in the 30 overs they batted together. Poor life to ended play. Four deliveries after Clark fell for 128. Australia ended day two on 517 for the loss of seven. Two matches in the Apsa Premiership to look forward to this evening. Orlando Pirates host Mamelodi Sundowns at the Orlando Stadium and at the Bidvest Stadium. The Urban Warriors are up in Joburg to take on Bidvest Witz. There's also a host of fixtures to look forward to in the Champions League this evening. Bayern Munich take on CSKA Moscow. Chelsea host Sporting Lisbon. Manchester City are away to Roma. And uh, in my opinion, the biggest game of the evening. Barcelona up against PSG. We'll chat to Brian Fitzpatrick later in the show this evening to find out exactly Exactly What is in store? In some rugby news, the South African Rugby Union announced today that it's assumed control of the financial and administration affairs of the Border Rugby Football Union following a resolution by the union's executive. union handed over control to SARU to allow Borders operations to be normalized. No time limit has been put on SARU's control, and the decision was taken in November at SARU's request. And finally, four South African referees will officiate in the 2015 Six Nations Competition World Cup as well, which was announced on. Uh, early on today Yaku Paper, Craig Joubert, Stuart Berry and television match official Sean Feltzman were appointed for the International Rugby Union competition involving European sides England, France, Ireland, Italy, Scotland and Wales SAFM Sports Wrap this is SAFM Sports Wrap. My name's Brad Brown. Big news announced today in the cricketing world and I think it's fantastic news. The SABC signs a three-year deal to cover the Proteus home matches and I'm not just saying that because I work for the SABC but I just think it's a, a great, great step in the right direction for cricket and uh, CEO of Cricket South Africa joins us now. Haroun Logat. Sir, this is fantastic news for, for the sport in South Africa.
2: You're right. Fantastic because it brings certainty to us. You know we've had challenges in the past with uh, being certain about broadcast, and here we are. We've got uh, a lovely three-year deal in place.
1: Arun, it's also, I think it's just important, and and this is, I'm taking my broadcaster hat off, I just think it's important for a sports perspective to to reach as many people as you can if you're going to grow.
2: Uh, Without a doubt. In fact, it is fundamental to us because um, our vision is to actually grow the game and to, to get it accessible to us many people in the country as possible uh, without uh, the support of uh, SABC, without using uh, the platforms both radio and television that only the SABC uh, can provide, uh, we would certainly struggle to deliver on our vision. So um, for the for the mere fact that we're now able to provide live coverage to millions of South Africans, uh, we are obviously excited by that.
1: Harun, do you think it's a matter of time, or is it going to happen, or do finances rule it, that other sporting codes go, you know what, maybe it's more important to to walk away from big sums of money and rather expose our sport to the masses?
2: It's a a difficult uh, balance to achieve. On the one hand, there's no question you need the Rams to develop your sport, uh, to pay your players, to pay all of the costs that go with running a multi-million brand business. So you need to sell your rights uh, for as much as you possibly can. But on the other hand, you challenge with the fact that pay uh, TV broadcasters uh, by design uh, have a limited audience. The national broadcaster, the free-to-air uh, have got a much larger platform or distribution network and uh, that's the balance. You need the money on the one hand, but on the other you need to get it uh, accessible. So we've managed to strike a deal that, we've, that we're quite happy with. We've got uh, both Supersport and SABC that supports us. Um, and, and I think we've
1: managed to strike a happy balance. This, this deal with the SABC is just for incoming international tours, so it's the games that the Proteus will play here at home, and, and some of the tours that are in, uh, included in the deal is the New Zealand 2015 tour, England 2015-2016, Australia coming out in 2016, New Zealand once again in 2016, and then the Sri Lankan 2016-27 and 27 tour. Uh, it covers all, all aspects, T20, one-day internationals and test matches?
2: That is quite correct. And let's not forget that it actually starts next Wednesday with the West Indies. So it starts from this current season. We'll go all the way uh, through the series with the West Indies and then all the countries that you've just mentioned. Uh, And it is all the international live matches played in South Africa.
1: Rune, as far as the the internationals that we play away from South Africa, what to do with that? Is that still going to be on satellite? Uh, And and I'm particularly alluding to, to the World Cup.
2: Well, I am very confident that the SABC will be determined to get the World Cup onto their channels. Um, that, as you know, is a, is an event that is owned by the International Cricket Council. I'm sure they would be in discussion with the owners of those rights uh, in which to sub-license. Um, and as I said, I'm confident they will make it happen because it's of national interest. It is uh, a huge event. It is of uh, public interest. And I'm sure the SABC will deliver on that.
1: I think it's also important to note during that it's not just a television deal that there's radio rights included. Yes, and in fact that is also
2: what is so exciting because we ever so often get uh, calls from the public um, when it's not on radio, live, ball-by-ball commentary because there's many, many people uh, who do not have access to television. They're either in their cars um, and, and we've even got numerous emails from blind people who can't watch television and depend so much on the radio to follow the cricket, And so the radio uh, part of the deal is also a key component.
1: I'm also quite excited to see that there's going to be a magazine program as well that will be broadcast on, on uh, SABC 3.
2: Yes. Uh, in fact, there's some uh, new energy at the SABC. They're very, very keen to put a magazine uh, program together. And of course, uh, partnering with us, we will certainly do whatever we can to make sure that happens.
1: Brilliant stuff. Uh, Rune Logat, CEO of Cricket South Angus, uh, thank you so much for your time this evening. I appreciate it. Congratulations on the deal, and, and let's hope that cricket continues to grow from strength to strength.
0: Thanks a lot, eh? SAFM Sports Wrap.
1: But well, it is the business end of the Ramslam T20 Challenge, the final taking place this coming Friday. And it is the Nashua Cape Cobras who will be hosting the Chevrolet Night at Sahara Park Newlands down in Cape Town, scheduled to take place on Friday. If weather does intervene, there is a reserve day on Saturday, but uh, we're holding thumbs that everything does go according to plan. And we joined on SAFM Sports Wrap this evening by Chevrolet Knights coach Charles Salia. Charles, welcome on to SAFM. Thanks uh, for your time this evening. Congratulations, first of all, on making it into the final. Uh, Thanks for that, Brad, and thanks for having me. So interesting results uh, for the Knights this season. Probably not going according to exactly how you would have liked it, but at the end of the day, you're in the final and you've got a a 50-50 shot of winning the title.
3: Yes, uh, I think that's what it's about you know when, when when the time comes and you need to perform to get into the final, we did um I thought we'd take consistent cricket throughout a couple of close games a couple of couple of rainouts so yes, very interesting indeed, but uh, at the business end uh, at crunch time, we did what was needed. And the boys won themselves a place in the final, which is uh, great for the
1: franchise. Yeah, I mean, I look at those results and, and you talk a couple of rainouts. You've had three no results. I mean, a couple of other teams, obviously, with one each. But uh, the Knights really bearing the brunt of, of the poor weather this season. To go with your your, three, uh, your four wins out of ten, uh, you had to take on the Heifeld Lions and, and weather almost intervening on that one as well, which, means, uh, which meant that you played uh, at the Wanderers on, on Sunday. And, and just a really dominant performance by, by your charges this weekend.
3: Yes, and uh, I must say the captain was on the wrong side of the tosses. We only managed to win two out of 11. But in T20 cricket, you know, it's just the way to start the game. So not too much about that. But uh, the guys really bowled well in Joburg. Uh, we did put the Alliance under pressure uh, from the start. Some really good performances with the ball. And then, obviously, Riley right the So and Risa Hendricks' 115-run partnership that got us uh, to the end there. Uh, a great knock by Risa, especially scoring 74 not out. And when well backed up by, by Riley, who batted most of the innings. So, yeah, uh, I, I think it was a, as close as, as you want to, to play a T20 game, close to perfect that you want to play a T20 game uh, last Sunday.
1: So how much confidence will you, you take out of that match into into this week's final? I mean, that must have been a big boost for you guys.
3: Yes, uh, I must say, Brad, uh, the guys have been working hard uh, in the whole competition. And we've got some processes in place and some stuff that we will that we believe in. So you know that gives the guys confidence when they go onto the field. Uh, a guy like Andre Russell brought brought a lot of positives for the side. Um, uh, the rest of the team played around him in a couple of games with good performances. So every single player had opportunity in the competition to perform in some sort of manner. So in that regards, uh, I think the guys will take that, those. As positive as confidence into this final,
1: Thorle. So, well, I'm so glad you you brought up uh, Andre Russell, and you, and you also mentioned uh, a guy like Riley or So and a Hendricks. How how sort of how much of a benefit has it been having your youngsters around someone like an Andre Russell, and and how much has he has he sort of imparted on those youngsters in your squad? Firstly, I, I think in key to any cricket
3: if you've got a hitter like him that can can really turn the game on its head. It gives the guys confidence to play their game. You know, you've got guys like Rieseckon, who we all know uh, plays a, a, a very confident game, but a but a stable game. And, and he can play his game because we've got some heaters. So, first, first of all, those guys can get under Russell's and those, those type of players in positions to, to be able to eat, and, and that has given them a lot of confidence in their own game. From a bowling perspective... You know, all teams talk about pitch bowling towards the back end, what to do, the changes needed, and the Yorkers that you need to bowl. And Andre just brought confidence in the matter that he backed up those beliefs again and said, listen, boys, this is what we need to do. Let's practice it and let's do it. And uh, I think that has as, given the guys a lot of confidence in that specific skill that we always talk about, but not always execute right, you know.
1: First, first hurdle of the season uh, is, or first goal, I should say, is, is accomplished. You, you've qualified for for next year's uh, Champions League T Twenty, which is which is fantastic. But uh, you are one step away from claiming the title. Looking at the Cobras, they, they've played fantastic cricket all season. They, they've rightfully so been top of the log. They've probably been the best side around, uh, the most consistent as well. Where, where do you where do you see the danger within the Cobra setup?
3: Yes, I must agree. They, uh, in all formats, right through the uh, Momentum Cup and into the Ramslam. Slam, they've played very consistent cricket, and uh, they've got a well-balanced side. Um, they've got very strong hitters up front in Levy, uh, Hashim coming back into the side. They've uh, got a, a thick middle order with experienced guys. Uh, so all round, you know, a team that that really backs each other, that, that they they sell each other, uh, and they, they're really balanced. So um, a difficult task for us. Uh, on on Friday evening a guy like Bale brings a new dimension there's a couple of guys who's never faced him before so yes it's going to be a big challenge and it's always good to have those type of players in a final to challenge you you know and uh, yes uh, it's going to be hard work for our team uh, but we've got are, are things in place and, and, and all we need to do on the day is play better cricket and, and that's what, we, what we're trying to achieve
1: You, you mentioned Andre Russell in and the season professionally uh, how much of a difference do you think that having the pro tiers back in the match uh, or, or back in the tournament to get, is going to make on Friday?
3: Yeah I know Dallas State obviously brings a lot uh, world class bowler test bowler all formats so that's going to be a challenge to see, see that new ball off is uh, going to be challenging towards the back end. Robbie P in his own right is he, a class spinner in, in the shorter versions of the game. Um, a, a young George Lumba has been doing well, and then you know from a batting point of view, Richard Hashim Omla, Justin Ontong, just to mention a few uh, of them, and then Kieran Pollard in the middle. So uh, a formidable side that we that we that we're facing up to, and it's important that those guys play for our own domestic. uh uh, upliftment of the tournament and, and it's good to see that, that those guys are playing in the final.
1: Soros Elias, coach of the Chevrolet Knights thanks for your time this evening, all the best for that final on Friday up against the Nashua Cape Cobras uh, we're looking forward to it, it should be a, a fantastic game of cricket
3: Thanks Brad uh, and, and thanks for the talk, appreciate
1: it SAFM Sports Wrap. This is SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And we've just come off the back of the Nedbank Golf Challenge this past weekend where Danny Willett was victorious and European Tour Circus moves on. And they're at Leopard Creek this weekend. And Nick Dye joining us now. Nick, four days of golf in an absolutely beautiful part of our country coming up.
0: Oh, it's a glorious setting. I mean, I haven't seen an awful lot of this apart from on TV down the years, but to be in this environment, Brad, it's just glorious. Um, I'm glad that the uh, breeze has picked up just a little. I gather this is somewhat overcast and therefore cooler than we usually expect. It's likely to be sweltering over the next couple of days, but it's such a stunning environment. And I think that's what just about everybody enjoys when they come here. The fact that there are the distractions, it's not purely golf, but when it comes down to the golf, it's such a wonderful setting anyway.
1: I mean, the international golfers that come out and and travel the European tour get to see some amazing sights and experience some great things, but uh, Leopard Creek's truly unique.
0: Absolutely, and whoever I've spoken to today pretty much says as much. And Charles Schwarzel, who has won this the last two years, three times um, since the the first victory back in 2004. He said it's hard to pin down what it is that he particularly likes about the golf course, but he knows exactly what he likes about the championship. And hence, he's always feeling relaxed here. And I think that does go for so many of the players. They will fit in a safari. They will stay in some wonderful sites where they're able to, pull back the curtains in the morning, see the hippos and the crocodiles in the river, and I think they just wake up in good spirits. Yes, those spirits can change quickly on a a very demanding and long golf course, but there's so much to enjoy about this place. that I think that's the reason why so many come back year after year, even if they've not been particularly on their game.
1: Yeah, it's also a great start. I mean, even though it's the last tournament of of the calendar year for 2014, it's pretty much uh, early on in the season for the 2015 European Tour and it's a a great opportunity to pick up uh, early early sort of confidence and early points towards uh, the later part of the season.
0: Absolutely. We started the 2015 Race to Dubai with Sun City last week, so this is the second event. But after the close to the 2014 season, we had so many elite events, essentially, with small fields. This is now back to a full regular field. You've got 156 players. I'm not looking forward to the 6.20 tea time for tomorrow morning, <laughs> uh, but it does mean that there's some, there's some wonderful stories because the guys that have come through Challenge Tour, the guys that got through qualifying school, they're out here looking to well, kick-start their careers and just got off to a flying start for the season ahead. So there's any number of big tales to tell.
1: Looking, looking at contenders for this weekend, so who, who do you reckon we should look out for?
0: You saw first-hand at Sun City just what Charles Schwarzenegger is doing right at the moment. He must have made 20-plus birdies, but there were so many rogue shots as well. He's hoping, his affinity with this place will put him right back on the straight and narrow, because it's, it's somewhat unlikely to throw in that many rogue shots. And if he manages to those birdies, inevitably he is the favourite here. Uh, Louis Saven is uh, determined to do better at this event than he has done in the past. There's no great rhyme or reason for why he's missed the cut on too many occasions. But I think, as the local favourites, they inevitably stand out. Uh, but, obviously, Danny Willick comes in. He's a, a player who usually does play well week upon week when he's in good form. So that's just three of the star names, three of the favourites. But I think it's one of those tournaments where there'll they'll be plenty of strength in depth here.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. And Danny willetts uh, coming off that fantastic win, those final two rounds at Sun City were were absolutely amazing hard to
0: see him following up in quite that kind of fashion but as i say he has tended in the past at least to move on from tournament to tournament and follow up a good result with another good result so he's happy he's been out on a uh, one of the game reserves and seen lions for the first time in six visits so he's proper hoop at the moment he says he's got to got to try to um modify some of his expectation because he's, he's still got the buzz from last week, but he knows he's got to restart, that it's a new week, an um, entirely different kind of scenario with the golf course.
1: Nick Dye, thank you very much for that preview of uh, the next round of the European Tour up at Leopard Creek, the Alfred Dunhill. Uh, looking forward to uh, your reports right throughout the weekend, and we look forward to, to chatting soon here on SFM. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Brad. The amazing Specsavers summer promotion is now on. Get a free pair of single vision
4: prescription sunglasses up to the value of 2,100 Rand. That's right, free prescription sunglasses. To get yours, simply purchase an eye test and prescription spectacles. Offer ends 31 January 2015. Cs apply. Specsavers, for affordable eye care and a whole lot more.
1: Did you know vitamins and minerals are required by the body to grow, develop, and function normally and to support a healthy immune system? Did you know antioxidants can prevent free radicals from causing cell damage? Did you know rooibos is rich in flavonoids and has an anti-aging effect? Gontha Health has combined multivitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and rooibos extract into one product, oxyvite, in advanced liquid formulation for better absorption. Oxyvite Syrup for Adults and Oxyvite Syrup for Children is now available at pharmacies and health shops. More information at gotherhealth.co.za. Ah! Ah! Hey,
4: ah! Grab the rope! Ah. Ah. That's it! That's it! No, hold on tight! Hold
3: on! Ah. I've got you! I've got you! Come! Go. Go. Thank you! You saved my life!
4: You almost drowned in there! Who are you? This is an invitation to writers to explore the medium of sound, the theatre of the mind. To create a one-hour radio play in English, visit the SAFM website on www.safm.co.za for more information, or send an email to playwright at safm.co.za and stand a chance to win
1: 50,000 rands. Celebrating the freedom of the airwaves.
4: They are now more than 200 stations across the country and the national association of broadcasters encourages each one of its members to be grounded in the principles of democracy diversity and freedom of expression the voice of south africa's broadcasting industry
1: the nab is that voice
4: celebrating 20 years of freedom in broadcasting visit nab.org.za
1: S A F M sports rap It is crunch time in the UEFA Champions League. Uh, Some interesting results last night. Some fantastic fixtures. Look forward to this evening. Brian Fitzpatrick joins us this evening. Brian, let's first up start uh, with last night's results. Great win for Arsenal, but disappointing uh, draw for Liverpool. Well,
4: that's right, Brad. Uh, Liverpool would be disappointed to go out of the Champions League, but the the manner of the performance last night is what really disappointed. Um, The team selection from Brendan Rodgers, uh, for a home European game, they had to win. He went and picked um, four central midfield players, uh, left a lot of attacking players on the bench. Um, The the attitude was wrong. The the performance was lackadaisical up until the last 20 minutes. It's really emblematic of a poor poor season for Liverpool so far. I mean, even if they hadn't won last night and qualified from the group, they would have done so at seven points, which is practically unheard of in the Champions League. So, yes, disappointing for Liverpool fans, but unfortunately they got what they deserved, which is Europa League football.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then looking at uh, other big result last night, the, the Real Madrid machine just keeps on marching on.
4: Well, that's right. 4-0 winners again last night. Cristiano Ronaldo on the score sheet. Christi- um, Gareth Bale on the score sheet. Real Madrid qualified top of the group with 18 points. Current champions and um, reigning champions, they look very ominous. They'll be difficult to stop in the next round after Christmas, but...
1: Let's look at this evening's fixtures uh, and some mouth-watering matches to look forward to. Bayern Munich up against CSKA Moscow. I think the pick of this evening uh, is that Barcelona-PSG.
4: Well, that's right, Dad. I mean, the, the Barcelona and PSG, ha- they both qualified from the group, but of course they both want to top this group, which PSG can do with a win tonight, um, to avoid some of the big guns in the next round. So, yeah, oh, uh, a lot on the line in that one, but if we look at Group B, as, as you mentioned, Bayern Munich against CSKA Moscow and Roma against Manchester City, that group is so tight three teams sitting on five points uh, from an English point of view, Manchester City they have to go and beat Roma and hope CSKA Moscow don't beat Bayern Munich Roma will probably feel that a draw at home to Manchester City will be enough again on the assumption that Bayern Munich beat CSKA Moscow but the Russians could spring a surprise, it'll be interesting to see how strong that Bayern Munich team is is tonight, considering they've already qualified and already
1: topped the group. Yeah, it's not a great position to be sitting in here uh, wanting other teams to, to do you a favour, but there is another English team in action tonight. Uh, they're playing at home, Chelsea up against Sporting Lisbon at Stamford Bridge.
4: Well, that's right. And Chelsea another other side have already qualified, top of the group, so again, what kind of side will Jose Mourinho put out? Because Tonight, Schalke, who are in third place, are playing Maribor. They need to hope that Chelsea beat Sporting and then go and beat Maribor. It's always complicated at this stage, Brad. But, yeah, people do rely on other teams to get results. If Jose Mourinho doesn't pick a strong Chelsea side and Sporting get a result, there'll be some very unhappy German fans tonight. Um, Personally, I can see Mourinho resting players. Um, It would be illogical
1: not to. It's a, it's a big, big call to make, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see which way he does lean Brian Fitzpatrick. Thank you so much for that preview of this evening's uh, uh, UEFA Champions League fixtures. Just looking at all of those games. Uh, Bayern Munich up against CSKA Moscow. Uh, uh, Athletic taking on Bate. Ajax taking on Apollon uh, Nuskia. Chelsea hosting Sporting Lisbon. PSG travel to Camp Nou to take on Barcelona. Maribor, as uh, Brian mentioned, host Schalke. Roma up against Manchester City. And Donetsk are away to FC Porto. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful night's football. If you missed last night's results, Galatasaray going down 4-1 at home to Arsenal. Olympiacos beating Malmo 4-2 Real Madrid. 4-0 winners there. Benfica and Bayer Leverkusen playing to a goalless draw. Monaco beating Zenit and Petersburg by two goals to Borussia Dortmund and Anderlecht 1-1 and Juventus and Atletic Madrid's 0-0. So some wonderful, wonderful results in the UEFA Champions League. And that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening.
0: SAFM Sports Wrap.